All right, we are recording, and I am going to go for a little post-Christmas drive. Has nothing to do with Christmas, actually. Well, it kind of does. This is December 26th. It is now 11.05 in the a.m., midday, if you will. And it's actually a little bit later than midday. We get dark so early anymore. The sun starts set 4 o'clock, 4.30, something like that. I think 4.30. And by 5 o'clock, you are in complete and utter darkness. That's how it works in the kingdom of Bungie in late December. What happens right after Christmas? What happens in late December? Well, one thing that happens is the late crossbow season. For those of you unfamiliar with Death by Bungie and all the various phrases and terms that I use, uh, there are no hunting seasons. No, there are only crossbow seasons. Really, in my life, there are two seasons. There's crossbow season, and then there's guitar season, right? So when I'm not playing around with crossbows and I'm not hunting, then I am playing with my guitars and trying to make some music, such as it is. I don't want to change. Why can't everything stay the same? But that's kind of the way my mind thinks. So I refer to hunting seasons as crossbow seasons, and I'm not interested in bow seasons. I'm not interested in archery seasons. I don't care about your rifle seasons. I have early crossbow seasons, like in September, either going after a big bear or no, traditionally going to Maryland to chase whitetail. That's my early crossbow season in September most of the time, always has been. Man, I've had some great memories down there. My guide, when I finally broke that tradition, I went to Maine to chase black bears because you got to hunt black bears when the seasons are open, right? So that early crossbow season becomes my black bear hunting season in Maine, which I love. Had a great time up there. Two years in a row. Got successful. Got lucky the second time with the OB, with the original bungee. Got ourselves our first black bear, something we had... Worked on for an awful long time. Finally got that done. But that was an early crossbow season. And my guide actually texted me while I was up there. He's like, good luck. But man, it doesn't seem like the early season down here without Rich Wilson. <laughs> and I really appreciated that. He was thinking of me and that he kind of missed me. You know what I mean? And I missed him. I really missed him. I missed Maryland. I missed the deer in Maryland. And I don't think, I get this all the time from people. You know, who do you hunt with in Maryland? It doesn't matter who I hunt with in Maryland, right? You need to carve your own path. I don't want to be the guy who carves your crossbow journey out for you. I'm more than happy to share my experiences, give you some advice here and there, and help you along the way in your crossbow journey. But you should absolutely not be following along and trying to make your crossbow journey identical to mine. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's good. I don't think it moves crossbow hunting forward. Death by Bungie is not about selling you a particular product, whether it is a brand of crossbow. I wouldn't tell somebody they should shoot an Excalibur crossbow. Somebody, this is a rant already, and I just started this thing. Isn't that crazy? I... I'm not going to sit here and suggest to you you should shoot one brand versus another because I don't know what you're looking to do. I don't know about your the care what characteristics you're looking for in a crossbow. I don't know what's going to work for you and not work for you. You probably don't even know 
right offhand what's going to work for you or not work for you if you're just starting out with a crossbow. You have to experiment. You have to try around a few different brands and types of crossbows and see what is important to you. And that may change over time. I got lucky. I wrote about that in my book, The Death by Bungie Crossbow Story. In my opinion, I really just got lucky picking a crossbow that suited my body size, right? It's a big crossbow, but I'm a big guy. So it worked for me very well. A smaller micro crossbow doesn't really work for me, right? It's not as comfortable for me to wield a smaller, tinier, modern crossbow. Some of these current crossbows are so small, um, I don't think that that's really going to work for me. You know, it's not necessarily ideal. It would take a little bit more work for me to transition from one crossbow to another if I was going to such a small modern crossbow. But that is not to say that that is not the right crossbow for you. Absolutely not. There are people shooting tiny little crossbows and it worked for them very well. I have friends of Bungie who are actually not even small guys. They're big guys like me and they're shooting small crossbows and it works for them really, really well. So I'm not going to tell you where you should hunt, what you should hunt with, anything like that. All I'm really trying to do is offer some incentive for you to get out there in the woods and try crossbow hunting and some motivation for you to continue to do it, right? That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. And hopefully we're being successful. That was a long rant, basically saying it doesn't matter who I hunt with or who my guide is in Maryland. It doesn't matter. You need to forge your own relationship with your own guide. Maybe that's somebody in Maryland. Maybe it's somebody in South Dakota. I don't know the answer to that. That's something you need to work out for yourself, right? Uh, I just show you what I do and what works and what doesn't. And you can just take that as advice or you can take that as an example. Just another thing to consider when making your own decisions about your future hunting plans. Future hunting plans 2021 and the late season, the remaining 2021 hunting seasons and what's going to happen in 2022 as we hit the new year. That really is the topic of conversation here now, isn't it? Isn't that the main discussion we're looking for here on this podcast? I think it is. I think that's what I should be talking about, not all this other mumbo jumbo, right? I am in my car headed to the kingdom of Bungie to go check some trail cameras. We're going to do that. We're going to find out what's going on in the kingdom of Bungie. It has been a couple of weeks since the second crossbow season ended. And I just realized I forgot to tell you all about the crossbow seasons. There's that early crossbow season, which used to be for me, Maryland, and probably will be Maryland in the future. This is what happens when I get off on a rant, on a tangent. The second, or the actual crossbow season, the main crossbow season, is what most folks call the archery season right here in northeastern Pennsylvania, and that's October, first half of November. We have a rifle season in Pennsylvania, or what I like to call the second crossbow season, because I only hunt with a crossbow. I hunt almost exclusively with that. Really, I can say I hunt exclusively with a crossbow now. I was always saying it almost exclusively with a crossbow, and my point had been just to leave the door open in case I wanted to shoot something with an air gun or maybe go shoot some ducks or something like that with a shotgun. I have, in the last two years, sold all of my rifles, all of my shotguns, except for one 
the old 3030 there, that Model 94 Winchester. That's the rifle that I killed my first deer with. Killed a few deer with that, quite a few deer actually. And I'm going to save that just for sentimental reasons. It's hanging above a gun cabinet that my father made. And he's no longer with us, but I do have those memories and I'm going to keep it for those reasons. The rifles just don't do it for me anymore. Crossbow hunting is for me where it's at. But again, just like that other tangent, I, that doesn't mean you should only hunt with a crossbow. If you're interested in shooting big bucks, by all means, use whatever legal methods are available to you. I don't, you know, everybody's got different goals. And my goal is really, I just like crossbow hunting and I don't care for the other stuff as much anymore. And so why not focus on this? And, and maybe I can inspire other people to get out there and enjoy crossbow hunting also. That's what it's all about for me. So it makes sense that I just hunt with a crossbow. That second crossbow season and rifle season this year in 2021, first time ever I was successful killing a deer during that second crossbow season with a crossbow. I had killed plenty of deer during the rifle seasons in the pa in years past with rifles. First time ever with the crossbow. That's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. So I've checked something off my list. I have expanded the experience level of Death by Bungie. And it takes a little bit of different skill set, I believe, to be successful as the seasons progress. That second crossbow season, you really need to start reading deer activity and anticipating pressure because that rifle season, man, when those bullets start flying, holy cow, you got a million people in Pennsylvania, almost a million people entering the woods. In one state alone, a million people going out there and pushing these deer all over the place. Deer pick up on that, right? They pick up on that. They get a little nervous when there's that many people pushing deer all over the place. And that does affect their behavior. Man. You want to make deer go nocturnal, that's the number one way to do it. Kaboom. They won't move during the day, and they will be in the thickest cover packed right in there like sardines if you put that much pressure on them like we do during that second crossbow season. That's now behind us, right? And I'm glad that I was successful because it was something that always bugged me. I had hunted plenty of seasons in the second crossbow season with a crossbow and never been successful. You are getting into colder weather. We're after Thanksgiving when that rifle season kicks in. And I'm telling you, after Thanksgiving, the weather of this area, this part, this neck of the woods, really changes around that time. It gets colder, right? And now as we move into the late season, we should be getting about the coldest weather you can get. It's about 40 degrees here as I'm climbing up the hillside to head into the kingdom of Bungie. 40 degrees gets a little chilly, gets a little chilly, and so be it. I mean, it's part of the deal, right? The older I get, I can tell you the more interested I am in those earlier seasons, the less interested I am in these later seasons. I don't like being cold. I like editing video when I'm when it's cold outside. I like to sit in a nice warm house. That's a lot more uh, appealing to me, let's say, than sitting in cold, cold weather. So you have to start limiting the number of hours you're out there also. 
I have the ten- the tendency to this season head into public land on these later seasons. And that's really the reason I'm going to the Kingdom of Bungie is to check cameras. When I check cameras up there, this will tell me whether I'm hunting in the Kingdom of Bungie or whether I am hunting on public land. I am out of doe tags for the Kingdom of Bungie. Only got one this year. And the way we do it in Pennsylvania, there's wildlife management units. Bucks you can shoot in any part of the state. I have one buck tag that I get for simply buying a hunting license. And I can use that in any part of the state. That's how the law works. Okay, I can go anywhere I want in the state, shoot a big buck. Now, does not so much. Does they really manage based on the wildlife management units so they can fine-tune the number of does. This is their scientific approach to deer management. I don't fault them whatsoever. Uh, I think this Pennsylvania Game Commission, I will say, overall, I really like hunting in Pennsylvania. I think we're, our deer numbers are really good, and I think that the antler point restrictions have improved the uh, opportunities on bigger bucks. There's no question about that. And I think that if that's a goal that hunters share generally, then it's generally a good policy to have those antler point restrictions. And it has impacted the size of the deer. The deer that I see now on cameras, even in the kingdom of Bungie, and that my friends and relatives see on cameras, or that they even get a chance to harvest, are bigger now than they were even 10 years ago. And I can tell you that last year, 2020, I killed the biggest Pennsylvania buck I've ever killed. Nice big eight point, likely a three-year-old eight point. That was an accomplishment for me. And that was big. And I don't think that that would have happened in years past. They've had probably only a couple of bucks on cameras ever that were bigger than that buck. So antler point restrictions generally do work. I'm not going to fault the Pennsylvania Game Commission for the way they have chosen to manage deer numbers, but it does mean that geographically it kind of puts me at a disadvantage. The Kingdom of Bungie is in a is in one wildlife management unit, but the public ground that I look at hunting is in a different wildlife management unit. So I end up with getting this year just based on the numbers in this area, you pretty much could only expect to get two doe permits. So I had to get one of them. There's like a lottery that takes place kind of thing. So I got one of them in the Kingdom of Bungie and then in the second round I got one for the state game lands near here. And that way I would have some incentive to go out. If you're only hunting bucks and you don't have doe permits, it becomes less interesting to go out and hunt because you want to traipse around on state game lands when all you can shoot is a six point or bigger. And I'm probably not going to, I'm only going to shoot a, like an eight point, right? So the chances of getting a buck just aren't as great. You like to have the possibility, the opportunity to shoot at a doe too, especially because that would be another little thing on a checklist for me, another opportunity to do something I haven't done in the past. And that is kill a deer on the state game lands. That's another accomplishment. So maybe I can pull that off. So really what I'm doing today, I am driving to the Kingdom of Bungie to check trail cameras. And you are going to hear about those trail cameras with me. My daughter Genevieve bought a neat little gadget for me that will allow me to plug right into my phone, plug those cards into my phone and look at those cards without taking them back and checking them on the computer. That's pretty neat, isn't it? 
That's technology. Huh. I know a lot of you guys get all your cameras sent, your camera pictures sent right to you on your cell phones. And man, I'd love to have that opportunity. However, I can tell you flat out that doesn't happen where I hunt, though that is not an option because we are way out of cell phone range right now. And I'm not even there yet. And we're way out of cell phone range. We don't have really good cell phone service. All the towns do around here have great cell phone service where I live, but not in the kingdom of Bungie. That's uh, a little bit more secluded, let's say. No problem. So my plan is to check those cameras today. If we have a buck on there that I think I have a reasonable, realistic opportunity to get eyes on them, like daytime pictures of a buck going back and forth to our food, food plots, something like that, then I will, I will head to the Kingdom of Bungie tomorrow afternoon because tomorrow the late crossbow season opens up. That late crossbow season. Now that is the flintlock muzzleloader season, but the late crossbow season, as I call it, great opportunity to get out there and potentially harvest a deer. I think if you can see a big buck, we'll do it. Now, if there are no bucks in the Kingdom of Bungie, and I'm confident I can go there and shoot a doe because our food plots are still active. I'll check on those today, too. That's something I'll allow Genevieve to do. Leave that for her. Uh, she's been planning on that this whole time. If we can get some snow on the ground and we'll stick her in a blind and she can go in there and shoot a deer while I'm on. I'll be miles and miles and miles away on state game lands. And then we'll put our heads together at the end of the night and see how many deer we got to go harvest and get them out. And boy, that could be a recipe for disaster. She shoots one in the kingdom of Bungie, has to get that out herself while I'm somewhere else getting a deer out without her help. I've come to rely greatly on Miss Genevieve. I don't know if you picked up on that, but she is a tremendous help in the woods. Helped me get that doe out of there, as did my wife. What a great team we've made this year. So if she's going to hunt, she'll be sitting over food plots in the kingdom of Bungie. Probably she will do that if it snows. If it doesn't snow, she will not be out doing that. I will most likely be in state game lands, however, unless I see some bucks here. Because I have, I don't have any cameras on the state game lands, but I did some scouting in years past, and I've got a feel for the best buck areas for those game lands. And, and... I can tell you where the food sources are. Not all of them. I don't have it up to date. I haven't gone in there and inventoried the oaks or anything like that. I haven't been on there very much this year, very little in fact. But I can tell you, I have a feel for what the likely food sources are going to be, the huntable food sources are at this time of year on those state game lands and the travel corridors. I think I can pull that off. So what I, my plan is, if I have to go to state game lands, I will be hunting there. And with the cold weather, as it gets colder, tomorrow it's going to drop down into the 30s. It'll be a high of like 33 tomorrow and maybe some snow for our late crossbow season opener. And man, that'd be pretty cool. Get out there. I'll sit on those. I got some rights away I'm going to sit on where there might be some clover, some food like that. And if I can get some deer feeding on the, in those areas, then we'll see what happens. We'll see who comes out at the end of the day. Just got to get set up a couple of hours before those deer show up. Let the dust settle a little bit. And that way you're not sitting out there subjecting yourself to all that cold weather for that entire time, right? You don't want to sit out there the whole time and completely wear yourself out. You will freeze to death. You can't do an all-day sit. I can't, anyway, in weather like this. But 
when we talk about weather, the last of the crossbow seasons is the spring crossbow season. Wow, the spring crossbow season. Which one is that? That spring gobbler. <laughs> so next spring, we'll have that in May or so, May and June, we have our spring crossbow season, which someday I would like to think will become a spring bear hunt. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Now that's a spring crossbow season right there. Still haven't connected with a gobbler either. Man, not with a crossbow. Got it done with a shotgun, but not with a crossbow. So I have now arrived at the Kingdom of Bungie. I'm going to park the car, go in and check the cameras, and freeze to death here and put my nice warm boots on, blah, blah, blah. And I will keep you posted as I move throughout the Kingdom of Bungie checking cameras. All right, we are recording again. I am standing at the Ridge Staging food plot. Is it really a staging food plot when there's uh, no destination food plot in the vicinity? <laughs> it's a valid question, I think. Holy cow, as I'm walking up to the camera, got the camera on this big old hemlock tree right here, I see something a little encouraging. I do. What do I put on my food plots? Mock scrapes. And this is the most used i have seen this mock scrape yet there is not a leaf in it holy cow i'm taking a picture of that without getting too close uh so hopefully wow well but that's nice man for december 26th that's pretty encouraging wow i'm pretty happy with that what we're gonna do i'm gonna go up here and check the camera if i can do that i've got the cheapo eight man cameras on here these are a camera that Amazon sold for a short period of time. I am going to change the cards out, so I'm going to grab that card and I'm going to try out this new gadget on my phone and see, and you can hear in real time how I made out, if it is in fact like a whole bunch of, what do we got for big bucks? Who's working that scrape? Probably one of the deer I've already seen though, in all seriousness. My hands are already freezing, so that's nice. And then I'm going to plug the SD card into that little gadget. Okay. And then we're going to tap on it and load that up. And we're going to look. USB storage one. We'll go right into the pictures. Ooh, it is getting pictures. Look, Most of them look like nighttime pictures. Oh, man, there's two does on here. That's a nice buck. Yeah, I think it's a smaller six point i'm thinking i'm looking at the pictures that have obvious deer on them there's a nice little four point i've seen him before i think i saw him in person he was over at the well pad food plot i will post these pictures on the website for you too and that way you can get a take a gander at some of these pictures this is pretty slick i've never had the opportunity to look at these things live like this before it doesn't allow me to leaf through them page throw them the way I'd like but it does open them up at least when I do this so you know this could be a lot wow there's a lot of deer in some of these pictures there's a nice big doe there if a guy wanted to shoot a doe this is the place to do it that's pretty fancy now these are they look like nighttime pictures but as I'm looking at them it says 607 p.m. yeah that's nighttime if that camera time is correct that is definitely a nighttime picture. Well, pretty neat. I like this little gadget. See, the purpose of... Oh, here is the biggest eight-point 
That is the nicest buck I have had on cameras all year. Holy cow, and he's standing right on the scrape. He was in here at 5.33 p.m. I think that is after dark. That does not mean that we can't find his travel route. Does not mean that we can't kill him in the kingdom of Bungie. But wow, what a nice buck. I will share that picture with you on the website. So if you're listening to this podcast, you want to see that picture, go to the deathbybungie.com podcast page and find this episode on there. You don't have to listen to your podcasts on deathbybungie.com. You can use the podcast player of your choice, but holy cow, you'll want to see this picture. It was worth it. I will also update you on that page as to any other cool pictures that came up in this little trail camera checking session. How about that? But man, you're going to want to see this one. And I'll put a picture of how gorgeous this food plot is also in that scrape and stuff. But now, now we know who's working that scrape. We shall see. Until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie.